Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Journey of Oz. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is the first solo episode of 2019 and the first episode back after the holiday break. Hope everybody had a great break. Enjoyed themselves, got fat, put on 20, 30 pounds, and now they're back in the gyms for the New Year resolution and uh, taking care of business. Hope that's working out for everybody. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm back. Feeling, feeling good. I was a little below the weather as well during the break. I think uh, a virus or something ripped through our household, so that was fun. Uh, man, but it was a good time being down in Atlanta, down at McDonough, visiting family in Georgia, getting to see my aunts, uncles, and cousins. That was, that was dope. Really enjoyed that. Uh, the kids enjoyed it. I, I can't wait. I'd love to move down there. If I uh, if I get to it here in the near future, that'd be great. But yeah, what do we got on our table today? Today we've got uh, you know, reviewing everything that went on over the holiday break. Also, some goals and some things that are going into uh, first quarter. Some things, some de- new developments in my life. And then uh, I got a, another segment that I'm putting out there called sports and scores and happenings that I care about. So we're going to polish that, but uh, we'll get into that as well. And then uh, with the last segment being uh, called Crazy Shit I've Seen Lately. And uh, we'll we'll get into that. But yeah, just uh, getting back to uh, the holiday. Uh, man, what, can, what more can I say? Southern eating, good cigars, and Joe and Pops. We didn't get a chance to play any golf, man, because it, it really did rain and it was pretty cold. Uh, when I say pretty cold for Georgia, it was like in the 40s. 40s, 50s, and I think one day I got up to like maybe like 60, but after that it dropped off and just rained. So not uh, not too inviting, I'd say. Um, but uh, at least we got to have some cigars and some decent food, hang out, see my uncle-in-law Jeff, my aunt Karen, my aunt and uncle uh, Harold and Althea in uh, Stone Mountain. I'm pretty sure they don't watch this, but if they did, or if they have, it was it was wonderful uh, spending time with you guys. But yeah, uh, so moving on from there, I did get a chance to go to the bowl game. So I went to the Peach Bowl. My Michigan Wolverines played uh, Florida, University of Florida. Uh, hung in there for about a quarter, and then just came out completely flat and got our asses kicked. It's the first time Florida's ever beaten us. I think that's one out of six. So I uh, can't be too mad at it. I, I guess uh can't be too mad at it. They did what they could. Uh, what more do you want? <laughs> what more do you really want? Uh, yeah, I guess that's that. Not, nothing you can really do about that. It was tough. Met some good people. Really got after it. You know, it was normal. Talk shit to some fans. Fun times. We had a couple drinks. Uh, the new Mercedes-Benz Stadium is sick. If you get a chance to visit there for a Falcons game or any event, man, really do yourself a favor. Walk around a couple, maybe an hour or so before the event. Uh, and just take in some of the some of the ac- activities and or a restaurant there or even check out. they got like a, uh, a high school football Hall of Fame wall. It's massive. It's got every like helmet for every team in the state of Georgia. 
high school team in the state of Georgia and uh, all their players that made the Hall of Fame with the likes like Shannon Sharp and a couple other uh, great players that pretty uh, that I'm pretty sure either already have their uh, Hall of Fame jackets or will be getting them soon. So that, that was pretty awesome to take in. Uh, <clears throat> man, another thing that I did while I was down uh, with my parents was I, I was sitting someplace and we were, I think we might have been working we were talking about uh you know where you're from and your background and everything people are like oh you know I'm Irish and or I'm whatever and I'm like oh that's cool and like hey what about you you got an interesting last name I'm like you know what I wish I could tell you I wish I could tell you all specifics of you know who what when where uh who you know who who my ancestors were they came directly off the boat and to the plantations and everything and uh we made it back as far as Alabama and uh, I want to say Alabama and what was the other state? I'm pretty sure like South Carolina. I mean, that's a huge port. So I know for a fact Alabama on my mom's side. My dad's side, I'm not quite positive. But we were able to go back pretty far. Uh, just getting names, put them in order so that when my kids ask that question, at least they can have a mark that they can get back to. And I've, I've got a lot more research I need to be doing on my own the next couple months here when I get, you know, some more free time. Spending some weekends looking here and there, trying to figure out what, what exactly I need to do to get some names off of uh, some dockets in, in, in the state of Alabama and, and really go back uh, far, uh, further than I already have. But uh, yeah, gotta be putting them into a format for uh, for a family tree. So that's gonna be interesting to see how much I, I can actually fill out to see, you know, who I am, where I'm from, and uh, how that's really gonna play out. Uh, man, that's uh, that's something I think everybody should do, regardless of how far you can trace back your lineage. Go as far as you can, because when your children start asking those questions, man, I tell you what, it's tough to look them in the eye and tell you know I, I don't care or I don't really know. So. Uh, make sure you get that done. You definitely want to take care of that. Uh, other thing that was shocking, uh, New Year's Eve, Chris Cyborg losing to Amanda Nunez. I'm glad I didn't bet on that. Uh, <laughs> I think a lot of people lost money uh, on that one. Chris Cyborg was just walking people down and destroying them, and they really didn't give Amanda Nunez her, her due, so I think that kind of threw a lot of people off. But yeah, congrats to Man Nunez for another great fight. You knocked the dog crap out of Chris Cyborg, who I love as a fighter, huge fan. Uh, man, that was a that was some crazy stuff. <laughs> I don't think, uh, like I said, nobody could call that one aside from like Man Nunez's camp. At least in the fashion that it was happen that it happened, man, she just demolished her, just destroyed her. But uh, yeah. So on to what I like to call goals and happenings, and uh, we're going to go to the first quarter. So uh, one thing that I've, I'm committing to this year is uh, definitely going to compete in a jiu-jitsu tournament. I haven't picked one yet, but it'll be here soon. I know there uh, there's some teammates of mine uh, competing. I think in the Fuji grappling industry or Fuji or grappling industries uh, today. Uh, good luck to you and. Uh, Hopefully you guys go out there and kick some ass, bring home a, bring home a medal, you know, uh, and uh, just roll well, man. Don't be stressed out. Get out there and kill them. I can't wait to join you guys soon. 
I'll get back to you guys on what tournament. Hopefully it'll be within the it'll should be within the region, either Philly or New Jersey. And if I'm feeling froggy after a couple, maybe go up to New York to compete. We'll see. Um I'll be at Blue Belt, so that'll be interesting. And uh Yeah. Can't wait to get after it. So what else do I have here? Uh also, yep, yeah, it'll be a new position at work, so I will no longer be out and about on the flight line. So that'll be interesting to to see how that plays out. I already know that uh, it's going to be a bit of an adjustment, but I think it'll be good for me, uh, especially to knock out some goals that I've been looking to knock out uh, in my personal life. So that'll be interesting uh, seeing how that plays out. With that being said, I will not be deploying this year. And the next, uh, I'll be around. So Looks like I'll be taking some classes, getting back into school, continuing education as well as uh, getting on the mats a lot more than I uh, than I have lately. Been doing some training over at Gracie uh, Gracie Baja Princeton or North Princeton with a uh, lead in, uh, <clears throat> lead or the head coach, head instructor, Coach Wojtek over there. So if you get a chance, pop in uh, for all my RABJJ family. If you haven't. It's a lovely place. You should definitely check it out. Support your teammate or teammates and make yourself make your way over to Gracie Baja. Uh, just pop in. Let them know you're coming. Slap you in again. Take a class. Uh, definitely enjoy it. Definitely love uh, being an assistant coach, helping out with the kids' classes four times a week. As of late, you know, things have been happening, so it's been like two to three times a week I'm able to make it. Uh, you know, life happens. But as of now, it's four times a week, two nights at uh, North Princeton and two nights at Princeton in Lawrenceville. So, uh, yeah, that's been that's been a ton of fun, man. I, I really do enjoy working with the kids. It's, it's pretty baller, uh, especially they're like sponges, man. They pick things up super quick, quicker than you think. Uh, it's awesome watching them grow uh, both mentally and physically and just seeing like how they deal with things is just dope. They're more resilient than you think. Um, man. Also, with that being said, uh, there's been some developments with uh, Air Force stuff. Uh, the, the testing that I was supposed to do two years ago, that's uh, finally getting hashed out. Uh, they're going to be submitting my uh, scores for the last two years in the supplemental. There's a bunch of paperwork that need to get knocked out um, that I didn't really know about until I had to look up and fortunately I've had a really good uh, staff that's been actually helping uh, with the process because you know I've been through it all I've been told I was crazy and you know this is how I read this and so on and so on by people that should have helped but uh, now that I'm actually getting that help um, it's been pretty dope it's been pretty dope been getting that help and uh, people just doing the right thing man like really helping out so uh, hopefully the next time I get on here, I'll have more to talk about with that and possibly gaining my next rank, which I should have gained about two years ago. Um, yeah, what can you do? You just live your life and you move on and uh, see uh, see where it takes you. But yeah, uh, I got another four and a half years left on this contract. Uh, so during that time, I hope to make the best of everything, taking a different approach, 
you know, uh, when, what was that saying? When life gives you lemons, you make uh, lemonade. So I'm not a really huge fan of lemonade, but it's rather just eat the lemon straight. That's just me. Whatever. <laughs> Hold the sugar. I'll just have a lemon water. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, what you're hearing right now is Budo. He's snoring up a storm. It's the only way I can keep him quiet without barking. I don't want to crate him while I'm doing this. But I got to keep eyes on him. Little Puppers is uh, taking a nap. But yeah, um, keeping with the times. Also, yeah, I'm uh, going to also put a goal to to really open up myself to some more vinyl music, Keep keeping that going, getting down to a couple shops down in Collinswood, and uh, maybe even making my way up to New York if I can find some old record shops and jump in there and, and do some crate digging if anybody wants to join me or if anybody has an extensive amount of vinyl they want to get rid of. I've got some new found storage space, so I'll be uh, <laughs> I'll be cataloging and uh, digging through some crates here in the near future. If anybody wants to join, let me know. I'll take you down, show you some spots that I've found here in Jersey, and uh, we'll do it up, grab a coffee or something, and uh, get the diving. But yeah, another news. <laughs> Not all of my sports teams are playing terrible. Uh, Michigan basketball is actually playing pretty well, so that's been it's been exciting. Uh, they're undefeated. They're sixteen and zero now, and they're number two in the country behind Duke, who has one loss against Gonzaga. So it's pretty interesting how they do that. You know, favoritism, Duke, whatever. Uh, there's that. Uh, Michigan also. Michigan football has been making some moves. Unfortunately, we've lost Greg Madison and also a linebacker coach. I think he's only around for a couple of years. Um, I can't his name doesn't ring come to mind right now, but I know that he left with Madison, followed and went to Ohio State. I don't even need to tell you how significant that really is if you are a sports fan. It's like wanting to leave from Boston to take a coaching job with New York and vice versa. Yankees to the Red Sox, Red Sox to the Yankees. It's just like the same deal. You just don't do that. Anywhere you could go but there. There have been coaches in the past that got offered, you know, jobs at uh, smaller universities or other universities not in the conference. No problem. But when you're leaving, like if you leave to go to Maryland like Durkin did, okay, get, I get it. It's head coaching job. Move. You're not in competition. There's no rivalry. You guys are new to the conference. When you leave and you go to Ohio State, I got a problem with that. I just, and I think a lot of fans were like, what the fuck, man? Pardon my French, but what, what, why? <sighs> it's frustrating. It's frustrating as a fan because you don't want to see them, you don't want to see your rival succeed with the pieces of the puzzle that you've had. It, it, it's going to be frustrating. Um, also, we did get a new hire in, a new off, uh, offensive coordinator. Also, the name doesn't ring a bell right now. I don't feel like looking it up. But, New offensive coordinator from Alabama, he's the man. And then also we're uh, we've got another coach coming in from Boston College. I think he's on the defensive side of the ball. I'm not sure if he's a position coach or if he's going to be more like the assistant coordinator. I think assistant coordinator side. Uh, so they're making some they're making some good moves, making some good moves. But uh, it's just sad to see Madison go because he actually did stick around for a while, uh, which was one of the coaches. Like I think he stayed through like three different head coaches. It'd been on since like Lloyd Carr or Hoke. 
in Rodriguez and now with Harbaugh. So that's pretty dope to see um, somebody stay that long. But when you leave under that fashion to go to Ohio State, it's like, why? Uh, why do you do this to yourself? Uh, <laughs> that being said, back to the basketball team. Yeah, that's going to be great. Uh, looking forward, though, to Duke catching a nail to Florida State. The plan at 2 p.m. Eastern time today. Uh, that'll be pretty sick to watch them uh, watch them take that L. That'd be great. Uh, and then we could just jump up, take that number one spot, Michigan basketball, and uh, get things done. Uh, with that being said, uh, I found a new spot, and I did something that I hadn't done in a very long time, which was go and watch a college hockey game. So last night I went to the Hobie Baker Memorial Rink in Princeton, New Jersey, on the campus of Princeton University. So that was dope going there, uh, being in such a small, intimate arena. It's tiny. Um, and it's also freezing cold. They don't really have one of the, the newer systems. And, like, you walk in, you go a couple paces, and, like, literally it's, like, maybe 30 feet. And you're like in the arena. It's not like this mad, this big magical place. It's old school. It's the second oldest hockey uh, hockey rink in college uh, in college hockey. I think it's behind Penn. Uh, I think that building's been up since like eighteen something, I believe. So it's old. Um, we end up getting tickets. Me, myself, the wife, uh, my buddy Contreras, and. Uh, and his date for the night. Um, we ended up uh, we ended up going to do that. Evelyn had fun. It was her first hockey game period that she'd ever gone to. Uh, so that, that was dope. But our tickets, oddly enough, were in 201, which we found out once we walked upstairs to the second level. That is the band's like section. The hockey band was completely taking up all those all the spaces there yet they sold those tickets directly from the university these were not third-party tickets so that was interesting doing that we ended up sitting in somebody else's seats but there was enough room needless to say princeton hockey is not a powerhouse they did play harvard harvard looked amazing uh compared to princeton but princeton actually pulled off the win a little hustle here and there harvard got themselves into some uh penalty trouble just stupid penalties stuff after after the whistles blown dead hooking basically roughing just dumb shit um that they that they should have uh, played around. Basically, the first period, Princeton like outskated these guys. I mean, it was not Princeton, but Harvard outskated Princeton. It looked like they were playing like a pee wee team. It was crazy. It was like watching an all star team play like a bunch of nobodies. And then all of a sudden, Princeton was like, "Oh hell no, we're not taking this." They stepped up and uh, pulled off pulled off a W three two, held on and uh, played a hell of a to or at least a hell of a period they actually took advantage of their power plays their penalty kill not so great uh but power plays i think they were like four out of like four for seven they could have done better but they had, they had opportunities they knocked it out they got they got things done um which was dope to see and uh i'll be going back actually tonight at 7 p.m princeton is playing dartmouth I got better tickets for that one, but I only got the two because at the time when I was trying to get tickets for four people, I wasn't able to get them uh, from a third party, which I thought buying the tickets so close to the game, 
especially considering like, they're a rivalry game. I wouldn't be able to get them. And then uh, I looked online and literally got the last four tickets that they had to offer from directly from the university athletic website. So that was dope to, to get those. But I ended up with these two tickets. So I'm going to go back and watch some more hockey tonight. Um, linking up with my boy Contreras. We're going to watch some puck. This is going to be great. It's going to be a good time. Um, better seats. We'll be closer to the uh, close to the ice on the 100 level. If you guys are trying to link up, come out, I don't know, whatever, um, let me know. I think there's, there probably still should be tickets. Uh, I don't really know much about the the Dartmouth-Princeton uh, rivalry, if there is one. But I do know that uh, it was a good time. Small venue, very intimate. Uh, they had what I would not even call concessions, more like a snack bar. It was dope. No, it was concessions. I mean, they had, you know, hot dogs, popcorn, candy, stuff like that. Uh, soda. So it, it was dope. Just very small place. Very cold. The one thing I did like, though, I did love that they had uh, free parking in a garage right, like, literally you could throw a stone. It was probably, like, I'd say 50 paces to the arena from the entrance of the garage. So you're, like, right there, free parking. Just know you don't have to show like a ticket or anything. You just go in, you park. They got security there. It was very safe. A couple paces. Um, we also tried to go. There was a place called I think the the Dinky Bar and Grill, which was like the size of like most people's like at least in the South like large tractor sheds. It was a pretty small place. Um, yeah, definitely smaller tractor shed. Uh, we got in there, stood there for like a couple minutes, and we're like, dude, there's no way we're gonna get a table or any standing space to even get a drink. So we dipped out and uh, we ended up going to a place. What the hell's the name of the place? I'll tell you what the name of the place is because it was actually pretty good. Um, the Alchemist and Barrister, which was dope, uh, or A&B in Princeton. Uh, really good food. I had loaded nachos, which was dope. They're actually like spicy. Pretty good, I think. My homeboy had the sliders. They said those were good. They had a decent, decent uh, amount of f- beers on tap, and it wasn't super expensive. Uh, quick service. We sat at the bar. Things were pretty dope. I, I enjoyed it. Um, and other than that, I mean, we didn't really stay out till I actually got tired. Old man status. Those that food, like, and how warm it was in that building, like, just. I was tired. I had like a beer and was like, you know what? I'll just let you guys do your thing. And then uh, a couple hours, we'll uh, we'll roll out. But it was definitely fun getting out, taking in some college hockey for once, man. I, I did thoroughly enjoy that. Um, and if I had to compare it to Yost for all my Michigan people that are watching or listening, um, if I had to compare it to Yost Ice Arena, <sighs> atmosphere-wise, not the same. Um, they're very polite <laughs> to the to the opposing team. Uh, it didn't really get super loud. People uh, cheered here and there. You know, penalty kill, power play goals. Real hockey fans clapped. Uh, I think a lot of people that were there weren't really into athletics. Uh, that you know, it's Princeton. Um, more, more into academia, but it was something to do on a Friday night, early on an early evening night, um, in the winter for watch some hockey. So it was a lot of it was a lot of fun though. Um, 
the band was hype as hell, even though they were terrible. Man, they were bad. Uh, at one point, I think they were playing like single ladies or something like that, and it was so terrible. Like, I just got up and like left the section. I was like, I I gotta take a walk, get a view uh, from some other places because this band is killing me. I know some place there's a a Star Wars fan, an Indiana Jones fan that is crying and bleeding on the insides because <laughs> of how terrible uh how terrible they were man because they did they did cover uh they did cover some of the some of the uh I guess theme songs for some movies and shows and man that shit is depressing uh <laughs> but with that being said uh Definitely gonna go back. Not looking forward to them playing. Hopefully they, I they will show up, but hopefully they don't. I'd rather have the songs over the PA system. It was better. Um, but yeah, gonna go. You know, get get some food, make a couple drinks, and then go to the game. So that should be a lot of fun. Um, and it actually made me want to like come back up to Michigan and visit before the uh, hockey season's over. And uh, catch catch a hockey game. And another goal will be definitely. And this is, I should probably put this in the section before. Or uh, is I will definitely want to make it up to um, Boston. I got some buddies up there that haven't visited since they've moved there. I think they've been there for like five or six years, maybe longer now, living in Boston. So definitely want to make it up there. Want to watch uh, watch some baseball. Actually go to Fenway for a game and uh, watch them play. I don't think that'd be a lot of fun. Watch my Tigers play them. Get up there, uh, maybe watch some hockey, depending on uh, where they're at in the playoffs. And uh, yeah, that's gonna be a ton of fun. I really do, really do think that's gonna be a lot of fun. And now to the crazy-ish I've seen lately. I know a lot of people, um, like myself. I'm in my 30s now, 33. Believe it or not, Ugh. Uh, have been a part of some. Things, you know, in the media and the times are changing. Uh, people are starting to step up for their fellow human being, which is, I, I mean, different than when I uh, was coming up, especially with certain issues like uh, sexual assault, pedophilia, that type of stuff, things that are taboo in our culture to talk about. But now it's coming out and they're handling these things, no matter how famous, rich or elite that you believe you are. No more. This is not happening anymore. So they're dealing they're dealing with it. And I'm happy this is happening. But I just remember dealing with or being around during the R. Kelly trials when they first happened. And I was still a kid, really. Like 16, 17? A kid. Not really knowing anything about any of that. Just thinking with the community that I was in, like, R. Kelly was the man. Like, dude, music's great. Still good. Uh but will I be listening to it anymore? No, I can't support that. I can't support any of his stuff. I'm never going to a concert or anything like that, but just listen to it. I, I can't do that anymore. The fact that I'm even having to say his name right now to tell people that I watched the documentary, the docuseries, six episodes. Um, it's, ex- it's accessible on Hulu. Uh, I watched him. Dude, this is like a bigger problem. It's deeper than I than I would have imagined. Um, this is not like, oh, 
he's just being accused. This is a lot of different people coming out with actual real stories about them basically being taken hostage, kept. They actually show like people, I don't want to ruin it for people, but like people that like had their parents hadn't spoke to them or to their daughters in like two, three years or longer, having to just track them down and show up based off of like a video they saw on TMZ, like that's my daughter, and then travel across the country and try to find them and basically take them out of the jaws of this pre- like this predator named R. Kelly or Robert Kelly. It's crazy to me. Like, how do you get to that point as a human being? You're sick. And like, pardon my French, I'm going to drop one, but you're a sick fuck. And somebody needs to, I mean, somebody's got to handle this guy. I don't know if he'll ever be touched physically by anyone or if the law will finally step up and we and get this man off the street. But the dude is a psychopath. He's a sociopath. He's crazy. I don't understand how you can how this man can walk free with nobody doing something to him. Because I know if it was my daughter, 14 years old, there's uh, no doubt about it. Absolutely no doubt about it. I'm coming for you. And you're going to need a hell of a security team. Because I'm coming for you. The fo- the moment you pop your head out, like a little gopher, a little rat, you're done. But that's just me. I don't know. You guys tell me what you think. I I I, I just I can't I can't imagine what that feels like. Just because I have kids, I have a daughter, I have a son. What that feels like to not have contact with your child. To have them underneath your roof as a minor and some dude, some adult is influencing them, abusing them sexually, abusing them mentally and physically, and you're having an illegal relationship with another human. Like, they're a child. They haven't even developed mentally, let alone physically, to handle the rigors of having an actual relationship with somebody. And on top of that, even if you like, even if the person was of age, the shit you're doing to them is heinous. You should be ashamed of yourself. So I don't understand how people can sit back and like, oh, what he makes good music. If you sit there and you're like, he makes good music and that is his pass to do sick shit, don't talk to me. If you defend that, like, you know, people are defending, dude, I love Bill Cosby. I watched him growing up, The Cosby Show. It was influential. Another one, a sicko. That you don't get a pass because you're famous. You don't get a pass because you've been on TV, movies, music. You're an artist. I don't care. And I, I know a lot of people share the same sentiment. Like, you can't just get away with murder because you're, like, one person did. And that's O.J. Simpson, but we're not going to get onto that. And he still ended up doing time. They found a way to get him. But he's back out on the streets. Keep your eyes peeled. Keep your head on a swivel. It just is what it is. Like, I wish it wasn't that way. I wish people were more of decent human beings that could, like, and open their eyes and just see. If you can't see it through your own, like, uh, your own, I guess, your own glasses, your own window, your your view, at least take a second and think about what it would be like if you were in that situation and support these people because when it comes down to it they're victims 
I just implore you to, to really over this right now and from now on, if you're not thinking this way, just give it a try. And don't don't blame the victim. Be like, well, what were they doing there? Like I said, a 14-year-old human being does not have the cognitive ability to handle that type of stuff. They're dealing with an individual that was manipulative, extremely manipulative, and has the tools, resources, and the money at the time, and probably still, to influence a child. And before you know it, they're looking up, and they're trapped, and they don't know what to do. They can't escape for fear of their family, for fear of themselves. They can't do it. I mean, literally, this dude is keeping people hostage. It's like, oh, well, they're not, you know, tied down. Okay. He's literally locked people in rooms. Threatened their lives. When's it going to stop? I know that they've pressed charges, I think, in Georgia. After this documentary uh, surfaced in the filming of it, they pressed charges. So hopefully... uh something comes over this time around. He doesn't just slide out the back door and skate away with getting away with this nonsense once again. And if you know anybody that's doing this type of stuff and, uh, anything of it, I just come forth, like come forward and, you know, go to local law enforcement, keep your eyes peeled. This stuff happens all the time. It happens all the time. I'm talking about on a daily basis, there was a case in Michigan, I believe. They busted like a uh, child like trafficking ring, like sex trafficking ring. I think like 119 kids they found that were missing children. So if you see something out of the norm, say something. Call it in. You know, uh, you could really uh, save somebody's life. They're already in a bad spot. So just see, looking at it and seeing, like, oh, that's weird, and walking away. I'm not asking you to be like, you know, Jason Bourne or freaking, uh, what's the, what's that one movie with Liam Neeson? Uh, God. Taken. You don't got to be him, but you, I, I do think you have a responsibility to at least pick up your phone. Everybody's got one or pick up a phone, tell somebody who has a phone, call local authorities. And if you think the local authority might have somebody, especially if, you know, if they're rich or famous, you might have in their pocket, go to another police department. Because that was another thing. They were saying that uh, they would do health and wellness checks on these girls in Atlanta or a suburb of Atlanta. And uh, they had they had people in the. uh, I guess they had people like actually in the the police department or Kelly had people in the police department that would basically tip him off whenever they would call in a health and wellness check. So when that went into effect, it's like, dude, you feel, you feel small, like you can't handle it. Which is crazy to me. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I guess you have to find you got to find ways around it, but just don't give up. Like I guess what I'm trying to tell you, don't give up because I feel like uh, you'll be able to. I guess don't give up because I feel like 
if you're giving up on that just because of a, you know, a little bump in the road, like, you know, somebody not paying attention or being tipped off, especially if it's your kid or somebody you actually care about, or even if you don't know them, you're just, you're letting them win. Don't let them win. Uh, whatever you do, don't let them win because that's, that's absolutely ridiculous just to give up like that. I mean, I know it can, it can probably be extremely rough. I know it probably, it definitely is extremely rough to watch somebody get away with crap like that. Um, and it's, I mean, it's really, un, it's unacceptable in my eyes. If you see something like that, call it in. Um, so that's, that's definitely, it. uh, the crazy, the crazy shit that I've seen lately. Um, and I, and I, I'd really like to look back on it and just start thinking about a lot of these people, even like your Harvey Weinsteins and everybody else, like talent or status. Don't let, don't allow that to, to sway your views because somebody's got money. Have a have a backbone. Have some standards. Don't just take. Don't just say, "I'm gonna," you know, take the money. Something happens, you know. It's 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 the principles of this. You can't treat somebody like hot garbage, and then you turn around like, "Well, you all know, just take the money and walk away." No, that's not how that works. Money's nice, but it doesn't get your livelihood back. It just doesn't. And not to mention, you're letting this individual go and do the same thing to hundreds of other people. Hot trash. But yeah. One more thing here and uh, I will get going. Man. Let's see. Let's see what we got here. Beep, bop, boop. Oh, another thing I want to put out there. With, you know, with the New Year's and everything uh, going through, there, a lot of people were on my mind over the last couple, I guess the last 10 years of my career uh in the air force and just in general in life since i'm getting older and i think more things are more prep or i guess relevant to me right now at the point in my life that i'm at that i'm at um it's that i really think is serious is uh mental health is like a whole nother topic but i, I think i wanted to speak on this for a little bit um just like if you're seeing an injustice happen and you need to say something, be that person for someone that you may know a little bit. If you're a coworker or a friend or a friend of a coworker or, some, or a neighbor or somebody like that, if, if, if they're seeming distant or, you know, they're even joke joking around that they don't, they don't only joke around about hurting themselves, something like that, you should definitely step up and say something because I've had people in my lifetime try to, you know, take their lives or succeed in doing that. And uh, it not only is it a bummer, but it's like, man, it's like the what if. Like, what if I would have stepped up and says, said something? Or what if I uh, noticed or was paying attention and actually was more aware of my surroundings? I really think that you should uh, take that time out to look back and uh, evalu evaluate that, especially I mean, especially if you lost someone. You don't ever want to get to that point. But uh be that person is willing to to be unselfish. To say, you know what, I have plans, but how, how how's it going, buddy? What are you doing this weekend? Nothing. You staying in your room, or you you know what, what do you have planned? Oh, really? You mind if I come by? Well, watch some TV, or you know, go out. You should come with me and and my friends, me and my wife, or whatever. Like, let's go out to dinner. Let's do something. Let, let me get you out of your funk that you're in. Are you sure you don't want to go out? You know what? We'll bring the party to you. I'm just concerned about you and these are my genuine concerns and I, I just want to check in on you. And nine times out of 10, if that person is really seeking, you know, 
is really hurting, they want the help. They just don't know how to convey it or they're embarrassed. But if it's just you and you can keep it, you know, under wraps until you can get further help or whatever for them, um, you can be that person's lifeline to, literally to, to save in their life. Pick up a phone call, crisis line, take them to, you know, the ER, whatever you got to do. But don't leave them, obviously, um, to make sure that person's okay. And always check in on your friends. I mean, I, I, um, I know that for me, bouncing around over this last 10 years, moving around, I've, I've made some friends here and there. I've got friends that I had before the military. I, I'm doing my best to keep up with them. Um, I know it's not easy, especially as we grow as adults in, in your careers, your life, you know, kids, wife, significant others, uh, properties, schooling, training, whatever it is that you're doing uh, on a day-to-day basis starts to come to the fr- the front of your brain and it's just that's what that's what you're doing you get you get into a uh, a pattern and you forget sometimes that you've got these people in your life you need to check on and sometimes that that, that can be your your brothers your sisters your family your parents make sure you're calling them call like I, call, I try to call my parents or at least contact them by text at least once a week just see what's going on hey how's it going i'm doing all right here's what i got going on you know send some photos with technology these days you have no excuse not to stay in contact with your family friends on the other hand they get busy as well it's nothing personal but just try to to try to link up with them and uh, do yourself a favor and and honestly uh get uh what i'm trying to organize is at least a yearly reunion and if i come into your state uh, I think this might just be a military thing. I'm trying to come visit you if I can. If I'm close enough and I have the time, I'm on my free time, friends or family, you best best bet you're behind. I'm going to come visit you. Um, with that being said, my folks in Boston, people back in Michigan, folks down in Georgia, peeps in South Carolina, uh, Florida now, um, miss you guys, miss you all. Um, Another thing I want to put out there for the people that uh, know me and who have come through for the last year's crab boils and the year before that, and also for the crawfish boils, we'll be starting up probably at the end of this month. Crawfish is in season, so it's either going to be the end of this month or February. We're going to do a crawfish and a crab boil, so we'll be doing uh, at least, I think, blue crab we should be able to get, but definitely crawfish, and uh, we're going to do a boil have people in uh also if anybody wants to do one that is non-military i think it'd be easier to do it if you have a house at your venue and have people through i know some people from the gym um and affiliates of professor ricardo's that i've either rolled with or known that that may want to put something on let me know i can bring the equipment through you know couple burners couple couple pots uh, I got you know I got a folding table you got some folding tables some chairs bro let's do it we'll boil it up roll out the paper get all the correct accoutrement and uh, we'll uh, we'll knock out of some good eating man uh, I'm trying to scale back I'm actually putting myself on a uh, bit of a diet here I want to go into ketosis give that a try want to cut weight slowly before competition so uh, I'm not trying to do anything crazy like drop 20 pounds in like 
two weeks or something like that. Uh, that's not for me. Um, <laughs> but I really do think uh, I'm, I'm ready for some ready for some crawfish. I'm dying. I'm dying over here. Uh, <laughs> definitely gonna enjoy that. Um, what do I got on? What do I got on today? I gotta I gotta take my pup to get a, a new collar because he's outgrowing this because he's got a fat neck. But uh, <laughs> put your teeth away, boy. That bulldog uh, neck is ridiculous, man. He's getting, he's getting big. Come here, boy. Come here. He's getting big. Let's show, let's show the peeps. Yeah. Say hello. Yeah. That's him breathing heavy. But yeah, he's getting big. Yeah. Say well, say hello. He's like, let me down. All right, get back to what you're doing. But yeah, it's been a, it's been real. I enjoyed the beginning of my 2019 so far. Uh, things have been awesome. I can't say, can't say more about uh, looking out after your people, after your friends, your family, your fellow man. Uh, whether that be ginger neutral or <laughs> whatever you prefer, whatever preference that you are, they're human beings. Don't forget that, just like yourself. Uh, look out, look out for one another. Um, is my big thing for this new year. Look out for one another. Take care of yourself. Make sure you get into, you know, into get yourself checked out whenever you can. Take care of yourself. Eat right. Exercise daily. Some form of exercise, whether it be mentally preferably physical for myself just because of the nature of what I'm doing in my hobby and uh, professional career. Um, make sure you take care of yourself. You only get one body. Um, and make sure you're also taking that time, like I said, mentally uh, strengthen yourself. You're taking the time to put aside to, to really sit back, decompress, take care of yourself, and uh, I think you're going to have a successful year. As long as we make it through this uh, presidency, don't get me started on that. <laughs> I think uh, we're all going to be all right as a people, especially here in, in uh, what I would consider the uh, greatest co country on the face of the planet. Um, there's no beating that. There's some places that are rougher. I'll tell you that much. Uh, but just look out for one another, please. Um, and also, if you're listening to this, live on Facebook or you're listening to this, you know, via iTunes or SoundCloud, you want to drop some, uh, some knowledge on me and, or come on the show, hit the email through Facebook or inbox me and I will get back to you. Also, if you feel like texting in some topics or whatever, the number is 803-295. 9269 hit that up that's 803-295-9269 and uh we will more than likely get back to you as soon as possible and uh yeah obviously keep it as positive as you can but i will i will talk about pretty much anything you want to talk about and I'll give you my opinion on it and if you're willing to come on and have a scholarly conversation and or debate with actual facts or no facts, just your opinion. Uh, I will be uh, happy to have you on. So, uh, 
I'd like to end the show by saying peace, love, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day and weekend. Stay safe out here. It's been real. <laughs>